Hello and welcome to the Wellness Nurse Podcast. I'm your host Robin Taff and I'm delighted to be back this week with a solo episode for you. So if this is your first time listening, you are very welcome. And if you have been here before, welcome back. I'm delighted to have you. Today, I want to talk to you all about emotions and letting yourself feel them to heal them, essentially. And the reason for that is I talk so much with you guys about managing your stress, anxiety, and just living a happier, healthier life. And emotions and letting ourselves feel is such a huge part of this because we we when we push them down and don't let ourselves feel that tension just builds so I want to talk about it with you today and then I'm going to give you some tools that you can use in your life to start allowing yourself to feel and the end result is having more space for peace being able to be more present feeling less stressed feeling less anxious being able to create a happier healthier life for yourself so thank you for listening And if you find it helpful, please do let me know. I love to hear from you. And I'm sending loads of love wherever you are or whatever you have going on in your life at the moment. But yeah, let's get into the episode. So as I said in the intro, I want to talk to you today about feeling your emotions, letting yourself feel. And I got the idea for this episode based on my own experience and I try and use my own lessons and growth and stuff as ideas because I know that I'm definitely not alone in it. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to things that I've struggled with and maybe you're listening to this and you're someone who maybe pushes down your emotions in a bit to try and be fine all the time. Maybe you feel really uncomfortable crying. Maybe you feel like you know this message that you're not doing life right unless you're feeling happiness and joy all the time and everything is working out if it's not like that then you've failed and you just feel really bad about it and I know from talking to lots of you guys and the women in the space and from my own life our minds are so full of stress and anxiety that we really struggle to be to be present to focus on the moment in front of us we feel so tense and we feel so anxious and stressed that there's no room for peace there's no room for ease because within us there's so much going on so much that we haven't allowed come to the surface and be released and it's so important because even if we look at it from a physical perspective like your stress cycle your stress response that fight or flight response crying is a way that your body releases the tension and actually switches from that fight or flight response into that rest and digest so crying is not weak. Crying is not something something to be ashamed of. Crying is the way your body was designed to help release that tension that comes with life, that comes with hard times, that comes with struggling. So know that. And I'm coming to you as a person who, like I would like, you know, when you like suck back your tears when you feel them coming, I'm like, no, I'm fine. We don't need to cry. And it's been a habit that I've built over years and I'm trying to relearn and to change how I approach crying and how I approach my emotions and that's why I wanted to sit down with you today because I want to help you do the same because when we don't feel them when we push them down they don't just disappear like those tears the 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 why behind those tears doesn't just go away the sadness the anger the frustration all of that when we push it down and ignore it it stays within us it doesn't just melt away And then essentially it grows and then it just adds to the turbulence in our minds. It adds to the tension, the stress, the anxiety, the anger, and it just builds up. So there's no space for any of the 
presence and peace and the good the ease that we want to feel so we really need to intentionally decrease that amount the amount of tension that we carry so I want to help you do that today with this chat and share my own experiences and my own tools and lessons that I've learned that have helped and just open up the conversation because I feel like it's something that every one of us experiences and every one of us probably struggles with in some way And it's really nice to talk about it and it's really nice to feel like you're not on your own and you're not like your life isn't failing because you are having bad days. And I feel like sometimes there's like kind of a toxic message with like manifesting and creating that unless you feel happy and grateful and ecstatic and filled with joy all the time that you can't create the life that you want, that you're doing it wrong. And that message just makes us feel worse when we feel those quote-unquote bad emotions they're not bad but what we've been taught to believe they are and that's not it because you you cannot go through life not feeling those emotions there's a whole spectrum from the joy and the appreciation and the gratitude to the despair to the sadness to the anger to the frustration they all have a purpose but when we come back to that underlying message of you are not your thoughts, you are not your emotions, you are the one that observes them, we can then allow them to move through us and observe them and just see them as like a guest that's called over to your house for an hour that will eventually go. Sometimes I love to think of it like a conveyor belt. So if you imagine standing and watching a a conveyor belt move and there's different items coming past all the time, they're your emotions and you are just watching that conveyor belt of what's in front of you right now but you're not trying to like grab an emotion off or hold on to it or you're just allowing them and just watching um so we'll I'll give you some more tools towards the end the end of this episode but yeah this um anyway this episode was from a really recent experience I've had a very big lesson I've had with not letting myself feel um and I'll give you just a little bit of a, a backstory. And I do, I really just share my stories as examples and kind of ways to explain the topics that we're covering here, not as um like to talk about myself or anything. But my recent experience, it was only a couple of weeks ago. And as I said, for as long as I can remember, I've felt really uncomfortable crying. I would take deep breaths to stop. I'd try and suck back the tears. And if I was having a bad day, I'd be like, I'm fine, everything's okay. And I would just keep pushing them down. And I've been doing some work to heal this because um, over the last kind of two years, I've just been holding down a lot of emotions. They've had nowhere to go and they've just kind of been expanding and getting bigger. So they kind of all came to a head recently, which was actually really good. But um, I've been doing some work to heal around this and to change how I approach emotions and change even like that instant reaction to suck back the tears or not let them come out and I am working with someone on this and I would really say that if you struggle with this it's so helpful to reach out to a therapist or to someone who can help you and hold space for you to do this because I know um like I do find it quite uncomfortable and it can be especially if there's a lot of stuff that you've been holding down but anyway we trace this back to my teenage years where I I've spoken about it before but I was diagnosed with a health issue and at the age of 13 and 14 the all I wanted was to be 
quote unquote normal. I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to have anything wrong with me. So I would never let myself cry or show that I wasn't fine or show that it was affecting me because I just wanted to be the same as everybody else and to have nothing wrong. So I got really good at pushing them down and suppressing and hiding how I was feeling. And what happened back then was those emotions, because as I said, they don't just go away. They just built up and they actually came out as anger and in anxiety and a really turbulent mind. I didn't understand it at the time why I felt that way, but I know now. And I needed to just really work on that and to start giving, like if you've probably heard of inner child work, but go back to teenage me and just give her permission to feel and to be like, okay, this is actually a really shitty time and I struggled with it and to let her kind of process it and allow all of that stuff that has been pushed down to come up. And I did this, as I said, in a space with someone who was helping me and it was like, oh my God. So I I had been going through a few weeks where I just feel I'm really stressed and just crying at everything, crying at happy stuff, crying at sad stuff, crying at anything and everything and I know um from this work and from everything that I've kind of learned over the years why that was happening and my body was just really stressed and it was this pushing down emotions for months and months holding them all in and they had to come up they had to it was there was no more space for them to keep being pushed down and I was holding the space for them in this session And when I say the tears that came out, it was the first time in I don't know how long that I actually allowed myself to feel them, to feel all the sadness and the worry and the fear and the doubts that I had been pushing down. And it was like a tap. Once I started, it just kept coming and coming. But also I, I understand that it's my body releasing that stress, my body releasing that tension that has been brewing for a really long time. And I used to feel really embarrassed about feeling emotion and always wanting to be okay. And this actually felt like I kept feeling the urge, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't think there'd be more tears or when is this ever going to stop? Like really judging the emotions for coming up. And every time I cry more and more and more, I get uncomfortable But again, it's a practice of allowing it. And I have to say, after I allowed them all to come to the surface, I felt so much better. It was like that stress, that tension, all of that stuff that was going on inside me had space to move through. And I have to say this week is the best I've felt in months and months. I feel so much calmer. My mind is quieter my body is more energy. I just feel so much less tense. And that is the importance of feeling what's going on to heal it. It has to be able to move through us. And yeah, it's one of my biggest lessons that we really have to let ourselves feel. So I want to talk to you about what we can do and the the steps that we can take for this and the most important things that we need to have. And the first one is to build awareness, right? So many of us see with our emotions. So if we go back to the example of me when I was younger and it was anger, I was so angry because I was pushing all these feelings down, but I wasn't, I didn't have any awareness. So I saw my whole life with anger. It was a lens that I saw every situation with, every action I took was from a place of anger. So that anger really led my whole life. I didn't have awareness. I I didn't know that I'm actually not my thoughts or emotions and that 
like if I could think of them as a visitor or a guest moving through me I didn't have any of that back then awareness is the light that shows us the way and I love the Pima Chodron quote I always worry about saying her name wrong you are the sky everything else is the weather so the clouds the rain the sun some days it's a clear sky sometimes there's a storm but it's always changing always different and never permanent and the sky just holds space for it all so like I'm recording this podcast the sky is filled with gray clouds and lashing rain and the sky just holds space for it and yesterday it was more of a blue sky and a sunrise and dry weather always changing you are the sky you are not your thoughts and emotions you are the observer you are the one who sees them you are the one who observes them and if you can see them as guests coming in but also guests that do leave then we can allow this process and these emotions that are always going to be part of our life to just move through us instead of latching on and pushing them down and then them building and maybe seeing our whole life with that emotion like I spoke about me seeing my whole life with anger as a teenager you are the sky, you are the observer, you are the one watching that conveyor belt of your emotions come in. And it's really about not judging and just allowing them to be there. And meditation, this is one of the the biggest reasons that I studied meditation, because building that awareness, it changed my life. It, It literally changed my life. It allowed me to stop living my whole life through anger. It allowed me to be aware of what I was feeling, I'll be aware of my thoughts and to not take action from them anymore. And that was how I how I was able to create so much change. And when you have awareness, you can see your life with the ups and downs without running away or suppressing how you feel. You learn to understand your emotions and yourself and just feel them as they come and go. So maybe you're listening to this today and you're having a day where you're feeling really low, you're feeling sad, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed. But letting yourself feel that and not judging yourself and not saying, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I should be feeling good. I should be feeling grateful. I should be feeling, listen, the word should. No, let yourself feel them. If you're having a day, just hold space for that and allow them to move through you. Having compassion for yourself and being aware of what you're feeling and what is going on for you in the moment is so important because when you are aware of them and when you just allow them to be there without being them and without them taking over your whole life they do come and go you you don't get stuck there you're not going to feel them forever things are always changing our emotions are always changing life is always changing it allows you to watch your mind process hard things as they happen so wherever you are listening to this just pause for a second and I want you just to notice what thought do you have in this moment what's the main thought that you notice just right now. Just watching, imagining it coming up on that conveyor belt in front of you. Just note the thought and what it is. And then when you've done that, move your awareness into your body and just do a really quick scan and just notice, is there anywhere I feel tension or heaviness? Do I feel an emotion in there? I feel maybe anxiety in my stomach or my chest. Does my body feel heavy and low? 
again, just watching, being aware of it. Being aware of what is happening within you. And when you let these thoughts and feelings flow through you and you observe them, you give yourself time to process and feel them, but you don't let them take control of your actions. Again, that anger, I saw my whole life with anger and it took control of my actions. I was angry with everything. I was angry so I didn't do what I could to look after my health. I was angry at my doctors, my family. I was angry at everything. But with awareness, you give yourself that time to process and feel them, but they don't control your life. And I just want you to remember that if your mind is full of anger and tension, then peace isn't possible. We really cannot go through life without hard things happening and having the full range of emotions. And like I said at the beginning, there's a bit of a toxic message that if you don't feel happy and joyful all the time, you're not doing life right. But you cannot avoid hard things. You cannot avoid feeling those lower emotions. So if you can take anything from this, just please don't resist them. Don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Just allow them to be there. And I've spoken loads before about the power of using your younger self, imagining them and it's them that's feeling the emotions and them that's struggling. What would you say to them? If you were with a child who was really upset, would you say shut up and get over it? Or would you be like, it's okay, Pat, I'm minding you, you're okay, this is fine, everything will be okay. And just let them cry, let them be upset and soothe them. And you know that eventually with that soothing, that it will pass. So it's about honoring what you're feeling, honoring where you are and know that it's okay. I always try to remind myself that I can honor where I am and honor where I want to be by feeling the heaviness, feeling the emotions, but just not giving it power over my whole life. So like back to my experience over the last few weeks, feeling and honoring the the sadness, the frustration, the stress, but not giving a power of my whole life and that I just allowed it to be there. Like that conveyor belt, I would just watch it coming in and know that it's not going to stay forever and it's okay to feel that way. So I wanted to talk to you about some tools now to help you just really put this into practice from today. And the first one, as I've said already, is having that kind of visual, that um, metaphor that you use to help you remember that you are not those emotions and, and those thoughts. So the two I love are the conveyor belt idea where you are watching them go past you, not taking anything off the belt. They're always moving, always changing, but you are just standing beside it, watching them go past, allowing them to be you will still, it will still feel hard. It will still, you'll still feel the emotions, but just allowing them to move past, allowing them. And the same with your thoughts, right? Then the next one, another metaphor is that sky one. You are the sky. Everything else is just the weather. So look up and think of the sky, just holding space for that, the, the huge variables and the, the different types of weather that we have and the different types of clouds and 
the fact that it changes all the time, but it doesn't try and control it. It doesn't try and hold on to the different types. It just holds space for them all. You are that sky. So there are two metaphors that I really like to use. The next thing I would love for you to remember is it's really important to give yourself some space to feel. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that with someone, or maybe you don't, like me, you don't love crying in front of people, have somewhere that you go, maybe the bath, maybe while you're having a shower, maybe your room, and just give yourself that space to cry and let things come up. Sometimes I find that if I'm watching something like happy on the TV or sad on the TV, it depends on the day, and I feel the tears coming on, I would, again, before I used to suck them back in and be like, I don't need to cry over this. But now I'm like, it's okay, you can cry. And sometimes emotion comes out that way that I've been pushing down. So I just let myself sit in a big ball of tears. Um, I'm laughing because I remember one of my really close friends. She's such a crier and we used to always watch um, 24 Hours in A&E when we lived together and I would come home from work and she would be (laughs) sitting on the couch in an absolute ball of tears. over a story from 24 hours in A&E but I always think of her as someone who's she's she's so good at letting her emotions come up and letting herself cry um but she always makes me laugh because whatever it was happy sad she would always have tears which is such a good thing um but that just came to my mind there when I was talking about it but yeah giving yourself space to feel and remember that crying is how your body releases that stress and tension it is how it ends that stress cycle So we have to allow that to come through. We have to. Don't close off and resist it. So that's our our metaphors. Space to feel. Whatever you, you like. The next tool is meditation. And I've spoken about meditation. I teach meditation. Meditation is the tool that helped me develop that awareness. It literally changed my life. Because when you meditate, you are practicing sitting in that seat of awareness. So you, in a meditation, you focus your mind on something, whether it's your breath, whether it's sounds, whether it's a guide's voice, whether it's a mantra. And when your mind wanders, you are just watching it. And when you notice, you are gently bringing it back. And that is awareness. You are practicing watching that mind. You're practicing watching what's going on within you without getting attached to it and having that skill is so valuable it changed my life um like you you're holding space and you're shining a light on what is going on within you and you're practicing non-attachment and it just taught me to observe what is in my mind and body what is going on for me and then you you have the awareness to hold space for it the third is journaling journaling is such an amazing tool for helping you develop this awareness and I was watching a really good TikTok um, by a really famous therapist and she was saying that journaling is probably one of the closest things to therapy because it's a non-judgmental space for you to put everything down for you to learn about yourself for you to take everything that's in your mind and put it out onto a page and start making sense of it so even at the end of the day do a brain dump and ask yourself okay what were my dominant thoughts and emotions today what came through on that conveyor belt what type of weather came through the sky just watching and building that awareness and not judging it or going into the story just noticing like visitors like they were guests 
what thoughts and emotions were there. And the thing is with this, this is all about doing the work, right? But it's hard. It takes consistent effort and showing up. And so many of us stop because it's hard. I I started and stopped so many times because I really wanted it to be easy and it wasn't easy at all. It was difficult. It was painful. It was like there's nowhere to run. But on the other side, there is so much more peace and ease and presence available. So it's so, so worth it. And this is also why I created the space. So this has made such an impact in my life that I now teach it and created the space to teach others the same thing. And the intention behind it was, I know so many of us struggle with knowing where to start, struggle with feeling guilty for taking time for ourselves, struggle with being consistent with self-care. So the space is there to take all of that away, to make it so much easier. And basically it's a monthly subscription where you join and we have weekly live meditation sessions with me. So I take you through what I've spoken about here, meditations to help you build that awareness, visualization, healing meditations to really help you go inside because that's where the work is. It's going within to see what's what's going on for us and to change that and that's meditation is just so powerful for that. We also do journaling within these sessions. So we generally do our meditation and then finish with some journaling. So maybe you're in overwhelm, anxiety, doing brain dumps. So again, using that journal as a tool and a space to put all of that tension that's been going on inside of you. And then we also have a book club, a personal growth book club, where we read a gorgeous spiritual book or a book about mindfulness or meditation and we get together and then we just start practicing it in our life. And um, again, on my own journey, reading was such a huge part of it. And we also do a monthly manifesting and goal setting session. So we sit down together and we break it up into months. So we say, okay, what's my focus for this month? Rather than looking at the whole year where it kind of just feel, feels a bit overwhelming and it takes a lot of intention and effort to really keep showing up we get together every month and we do some journaling around our goals and intentions and I give the guys lots of tools to help them with this to keep showing up we do some meditation and visualization and then we talk about it so we talk about things we struggle with and and how we can keep showing up and creating that change we want and it's very much around your wellness but also anything that you want to create change in in your life so If you would like to learn more about the space, it is opening its doors for new members in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to leave the link down below Um, if this resonated with you or if you've really been wanting to improve your self-care or try meditation, I would really recommend it. It is a gorgeous space and that is exactly what it's for. But yeah, I hope you found this helpful. Just thinking about those few tools that we spoke about and even if you can just remember those two metaphors the conveyor belt, the sky, and just allowing things to move through you. If you found it helpful, please do let me know. And I will be back next week with another episode. So I will chat to you then.